Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Get Snagging. If you are in the process of buying or have bought a new built property, then this podcast is for you. My name is Ian and I run Lively Professional Services Limited, a new build snagging company. In this episode, we're going to have a look at some of the most common snags we find during our inspections and why. I'm going to start this podcast with a thought for you. Here we go. All house building developers can put professional snaggers out of business. Just think about it. I know that's a big statement to make and one which in all probability will never happen. Where am I coming from with this? Well, if developers built their houses correctly and to a good standard, then why would new build home buyers need to use the services of a professional snagger at a cost to them and not the developer? Personally, developers are not going to achieve the quality of new build homes they should be handing over to customers. So it's safe to say this is never going to happen unless we see a dramatic change in the house building industry's attitude and culture. What amazes me is they don't think they're doing anything wrong. I know because I've been there. I have conversations daily with some of our customers who are constantly having difficulties with their developer, whether this is pre-completion or post-completion, customers are being treated disgracefully by some developers. Forget the five-star status, which they all proudly show off. The ones that don't have the five-star status are trying really hard to get one, and the ones who have it are only too quick to publicise it to potential customers because it helps sales. The five-star status is purely industry-led and is the house-building industries patting itself on the back. Look at it this way. Who are you more likely to buy your new property from a developer with two or three stars or one with five stars five stars of course because this is telling you they are the best they have five stars so let's have a closer look at what a five star house looks like when we do our inspections here are 10 of the most common snags we see number one damaged art stone that's a decorative stone a bit on your windowsills and heads this is very common and it's a snag which we should not be seeing number two damaged brickwork how many times do we see damaged bricks why has the site manager not had them replaced number three missing cavity trays i have this argument daily any penetration through a cavity should have a cavity tray this should be installed and is a building regulation this is not my rule but extractor and boiler fluid ducts very rarely have them fitted there are however a few developers that fit them but not all do so well done to the ones that do number four lead flashings not sealed correctly or patinated the number of times we see lead flashing not fully sealed or pointed with mortar which is only going to crack and fall out when the lead expands and contracts lead flashing should also be patinated this is to prevent it from leaching that is when you see gray staining below it on the tiles or slates number five dry verges not mechanically fixed this is covered by british standards 5534 and 8612 roofers know they should be mechanically fixing bottom dry verges using proprietary fixings and not as we sometimes C screwed to the end of the guttering. Number six, guttering holding water. This is due to having incorrect falls and you will be surprised at the number of times we actually see this. Number seven, scratch glass. This is something you need to check during your demonstration and handover meetings. Make sure you have a good look for scratch glass and make sure that it is documented on the developer's demonstration and handover forms. Number eight, poor plaster work. The number of board joints and poor plastering we see is getting worse. No one checks behind sinks 
sinks and toilets. So site managers, get on your hands and knees and have a look. Number nine, poor decoration. This nearly always comes down to poor preparation and, of course, poor plastering. You sometimes have to feel sorry for the decorator who has to make a silk purse out of a sow's ear when he is handed a poor house to decorate. Number 10, missing insulation. We see this a lot, especially when using a thermal camera during the colder months. This can be either be a simple fix or one which is going to take a lot of work. Why doesn't the site manager have a look in the roof area before handing the house over? These are just a fraction of what we highlight in our reports and we haven't started to dig deeper yet. So here are 10 of the worst snags we see. Number one, block drainage. This is not common, but we do snag houses where the drainage is blocked. So how has it passed a drain test during the final inspection? Number two, brickwork, not plumb, level and out of tolerance. This issue can be a nightmare to get the developer to rectify and will sometimes need the warranty provider's input to get the developer to take it down and rebuild. Although, warranty providers can also be very difficult when trying to sort brickwork out. Number three, fire doors. Fire doors not complying with building regulations. This is far too common a snag. We see this on most developments and especially on apartment doors. There is no excuse for this. Number four, creaking floorboards or to use its correct term, micro cracking. Creaking floors can be a nightmare to fix because sometimes the cause is not that apparent and it will need investigating. This is because there are several things or several reasons which can cause this and it can just be a matter of elimination. Creaking stairs, especially on kite wire. So that's where the stairs are turning round so you've got to turn right-handed or left-handed. They're called kite winders. This is nearly always down to the joiner not constructing the stairs properly. Number six, ceiling lines out of tolerance. This is where you get wavy ceiling lines. This is normally caused because the block work underneath the floor joists and wall plates are not straight or level. Number seven, walls out of plumb. This can be because the plasterer has not plumbed his boards when dabbing the walls or the joiner not constructing his studwork plumb. Number eight, cold air ingress and cold bridging. We see this a lot when we use a thermal camera during the winter months. Windows and doors can be adjusted. However, cold bridging can be a little more difficult to fix. If more attention to detail was observed during the construction phase, then these issues could be eliminated. Number nine, bathroom and ensuite extractor ducts not connected in the roof space. How many times do we see this? No one checks to make sure they are connected and connected correctly to a tile vent or a wall vent with a jubilee clip and not just with tape. Number 10, damaged roof trusses. These can be a nightmare for new build homeowners who don't use a professional snagger to identify them. They can cost a lot of money to repair and they also need repairing to the manufacturer's instructions because they are a structural part of the building. The list goes on but the real question for me is why these houses are being signed off by developers and warranty providers. Surely they see these issues and they're in a position to do something about it. Even when some of these snags don't comply with their standards they are still more than happy to sign them off and issue a final certificate to the builder. This is ridiculous and does not help improve the quality and standards of newly built homes. Another question I have is what is the site manager doing walking past these issues daily and doing nothing about them? You must ask yourself do they ever leave the office to check the build quality or do they not know what the build quality should be? If that is the case then that's a training issue for the developer. The whole situation is disgraceful. New build home buyers 
should not be left having to deal with getting their snags rectified, sometimes taking weeks or months for the developer to fix them. I know it's really easy to pass judgment and I have been in that position, putting pressure on site managers to deliver numbers. It is not a nice position to be in, but that is no excuse for poor quality and handing houses over that are not ready. The situation has to change. Unfortunately though, we live in a greedy world. Developers are only interested in numbers. If they build 400 new homes this year, then next year, the number will be 450 new homes. One of the reasons for this is the government needs developers to build more homes and the shareholders demand more return on their investment. However, the government also needs to make sure developers are building quality homes, not homes that are poorly built and to a poor standard. This is not fair on new build home buyers. However, my feeling is this trend is unsustainable given the shortage in available labour and materials. You only have to look at how many times handover dates get pushed back. Our appointment dates are constantly having to be moved. This leaves new home buyers in a right predicament having to rearrange removals and any other things they have organised for the new home sometimes even having to extend or reapply for their mortgages if the offer runs out. Most developers should now be signed up to the New Homes Quality Board. This came into effect on the 4th of September 2022. The New Homes Quality Board are promising an improvement in how new build home buyers are treated and the quality of new homes that are being handed to customers. Having just come through the silly season of Christmas completions where developers rush to achieve their numbers, usually with no regard to quality, have we seen an improvement in quality? And the answer to this is no, we are not. But time will tell if the New Homes Quality Board are really going to make a difference. For now, it's business as usual. But like I said at the beginning of this podcast, developers have the ability to put professional snaggers out of business. There's a challenge for them. Will they take it up and give new build home buyers what they deserve? Let's see. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast episode. Please do consider subscribing on whichever platform you listen to your podcast on. If there is anything you would like me to cover, then please drop an email to socials at livelyprofessionalservices, don't forget, or one word, dot co. If you would like to know more about what we do or would like more information, you can visit our website at www.livelyprofessionalservices.co.uk. And don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. So until next time, see you soon.